it's another Manly Monday, and this Manly Monday, we're talking about dating litmus tests for, well, mainly women, but I personally think that it's okay um, for everybody to have an idea of what they will or will not accept in a date. Um, boundaries, people, boundaries. Um, this is an issue every so often, the latest um, flare-up if you will of this speaking of flare-up yes i know my face is swollen joys of having an autoimmune disease uh but the the latest entry in this dating litmus test is probably not surprising the barbie movie here is the headline barbie is becoming a new litmus test for dating men it's like the new question on a first date of your dating profile what are your thoughts on the barbie movie said one tiktok user who posted about her boyfriend's reaction to the film. And the emphasis here is on one TikTok user. Now, it can be understandable that you'd see this and go, oh my God, if I didn't like the Barbie movie, no woman will ever date me. And that's just not true. There are women who don't like the Barbie movie. Now, they could be, you know, radical feminists, so watch out on that one. Uh, not, not that radical feminists are inherently bad, just, you know, the ones going to pieces over a work of fiction about a doll that comes to life. I mean, that's... Some people take it too far. Uh, hence, radical. But, uh, yeah. Every time there's one of these litmus tests, people get upset. And I've tried to understand why. I mean, it's, it's, it's reactivity. It's feeling called out. It's, um, you know, a whole bunch of understandable reactions. But they're not exactly helping you. So I want to talk about what these litmus tests are. Uh, why fighting them is quite frankly a waste of your time uh, and there are other ways to express the sentiment that I understand is coming from people who are bothered by this stuff. Um, here we go. Help support this channel. Become a monthly patron. Patreon.com slash Leanna K or buy a one-time Leanna Care session for someone who can use it but can't afford it. Coffee.com slash Leanna K or give to our, uh, our men's network GoFundMe a few more donations came in on Friday. Thank you. Other people were saying they're having trouble with GoFundMe, that it gets stalled on the donate page. I have no idea what's going on with that. If you do have that issue, it, it, it may be an issue with your browser. I have that trouble with e-commerce at the post office website. So uh, try a different browser or keep trying we are at the mercy of technology. So two things I hear and they're fair comments, but I want to reframe them so that you guys don't have to worry. One is that there's a double standard that people complain. Well, women complain about men having rather superficial litmus tests uh, for, for prospective dates. Uh, and then you know, women complain about those and then they have their own. If that's happening, 
with the same individual woman, that's fair, just avoid her. People are wrong. No woman is a spokesperson for the entire gender. So yeah, they are red flagging themselves with the hypocrisy. Awesome. Um, no to avoid. Then you've got the, the belief that you're being forced to conform, say or do the right things, that it's incredibly easy for women to get dates and incredibly hard for men to get dates. And I really think that the uh, discourse around online dating is making that seem... It's not that it's not real, but the the schism is not as one-sided as it's made out to be. I'll have days, because of what I do for a living, that I'll go from talking to a woman who, you know, why can't I find a great guy? And then my next session will be a guy going, why won't anyone date me? And the... The reality is the shitbag guys tend to be most aggressive. They learn how to say the right things in the short term. And they've learned to bypass women's defenses. And, and the fact that that's what it's about is just so fucked up. Um, and so they do better on things like dating sites because they're investing a lot in the process and adapting and saying the right things. And so women end up having terrible experiences and decent guys can't connect with someone. Is that the fault of men as a whole or the fault of women as a whole? No, it's the system. And unfortunately, because online dating is now so dominant, it's almost like people don't, you know, it's that whole thing. Women don't want to be approached anywhere. And yeah, it, I like to think that ultimately it will be better because people will actually get to know each other before, you know, deciding to hook up. But that's, I understand, very optimistic and somewhat naive. There's such a cultural push to, I mean, the fact that Smash has become a euphemism for sex is just like, yeah, it's all just about the physical act. And I don't even know it's about the act itself. I think it's the ego boost of being able to say you did it. And that's not just for men, it's also women. This idea of being desirable is just... And it's easy to say when you're beyond that. And, and I'm not saying this, saying you shouldn't feel that way. I'm acknowledging that a lot of culture encourages us to put our value in that. And it is no value judgment. It, it is not an indication of your worth. You know, if you've had less sex, more sex. It, it just, I, I wish 
we'd stop giving lip service to stopping that pressure and actually stop that pressure. Like, you know, every time there's a movie or a TV show where they don't focus on hookup sex, it's such a breath of fresh air now. Uh, it's just, ugh. And, and so I'm saying that as a very long way of saying, look, the pressure's real. It is possible to unplug from that, though. Media sends us very strong messages about what's normal. Not what's healthy, not what's moral, right? Just normal. We can choose to reject normal. God knows. I think I rejected normal when I was about six years old. But there's always a pull, right? And so anything that I, I remember being a teenager and it was Kate Moss. I've talked about this before that guys had Kate Moss in their lockers. You know, Kate Moss was everything I wasn't, you know, skinny, blonde, eyes oddly far apart, um, you know, very skinny um, and kind of dangerous in a way and seemed confident and it's like, well, if that's what guys want, I have no hope. Now, I didn't have anyone um, telling me, no, that's not what guys want. I had people encouraging me to twist myself into pretzels to be more girly, to fit that ideal. And that's never been me. It's just not. Um, I say, as you're probably looking at my hair right now, but it's all curly and stuff. I finally got a haircut. First time in like over a year. And it's weird. It was exactly as weird as I thought it would be, but that's off topic. Um, but... I mean, one of the things that is attractive to everybody is confidence. And so if you hear this litmus test of, you know, you keep hearing, oh, God, women only want Thor. And that's why I talked a song about why Thor's attractive, because it's not, it's not so much the muscles, it's the personality. Um, and of course, a lot of guys don't believe that. But it's the same thing when you see uh, one guy make comments about women and women insisting that's what every man wants and it's just not true. And ironically, the thing that disabused me of that notion was producing and starring in a television show aimed at horny dudes on a Friday night. And we actually did better when we had a more, you know, diverse looking cast of women, not just in terms of race, but um, body shape and size as well. Um, when we put in women who were, you know, larger dress sizes, guys liked it better. And, you know, not all guys, there's nothing wrong with a guy if he likes girls that are slimmer, you know, built more up and down. Everybody likes different things. I got fucking weird tastes. I talk about it all the time. Uh, but I stand by it. 
because I think that if we actually did this, you know, really robust sample size study, we discover there really is no ideal. I mean, even the studies that um, study things like hip to waist ratio and hair length and all that stuff, uh, um, the majority tends to be a very narrow majority or sometimes like the most dominant category will only be like 30 or 40 percent which means there's 60 to 70 percent of the population that doesn't agree with the most popular choice and that that's that's the whole thing you you're never going to attract someone that's interested in you if you don't show you and i get that that's terrifying and that opens yourself up to rejection trust me so much rejection but it's true there's no shortcuts that way and so when you know you hear these litmus tests of you know that exclude you or you watch something where it seems to depict you know, regular guys as horrible assholes. Well, you don't have to agree. You don't have to self-identify you as the asshole. You don't have to buy into the collective blame. And again, this is not me saying something I haven't done and paid the price for it, right? Because I continue to talk to people who were pro-Gamergate, even though it got me blacklisted, because I don't believe in shutting someone off for one opinion, you know? Uh, and I, I do think a lot of those people were manipulated and used, personally. Uh, but then there's, you know, I was like, I don't care if you play Hogwarts Legacy, and got labeled a bad ally and a transphobe like I don't care people can piss off I got branded a racist over Mortal Kombat 11 I don't care piss off and honestly I meet a lot of people because I go out in public and say here's what I believe if you like it great if you don't like it and can disagree like intelligently and respectfully also great if you just want to hate piss off if you just want to label me piss off it's amazing how many people you you get responding to you when you do that and really that's that's the goal here because litmus tests go both ways but let's talk about the specifics of the litmus test. If a guy doesn't like the Barbie movie, um, there's a problem. He's not good boyfriend material. I'm going to, I'm going to break it down into two categories. Cause this is, this is, a, I, there are some movies that are movies I don't want to see, but everybody wants to see them. And so I go for the people so that you know the person has somebody to talk to about the movie and they're really excited about it and the two movies that well there was a period of time where every movie i went to was one i knew i probably wasn't gonna like 
and I didn't like it. And I was so angry that I was an asshole after the movie. One was Green Lantern. Uh, not enough Kilowog. Um, obviously, that's not the only thing wrong with that movie. Um, I'm sure it does not seem as bad in retrospect because now we have The Flash. Uh, the other movie that I actually didn't expect to be so horrifying to me was Sucker Punch. I was angry coming out of that movie. And I remember the people with looking at me like I'd lost my mind, but it was such a trauma trigger, the ending of that movie. Oh my fucking God. Um, and then it was the, the Star Trek film reboot. And I had a real issue with the Spock and Ohura relationship because that, that is, she was a student. He was the instructor in any military or academic institution. Even at that time, you get in trouble for those kind of relationships. And I was so fucking pissed that they made Spock do something that illogical. And people argued with me. And then we all know the Muling Quim thing with um, the Avengers. I was vindicated on that one, but it took a while. And people thought there was something wrong with me because I had a reaction to these movies. Now, if you liked any of the movies I just mentioned, that's, it's a fucking movie, right? It's not about liking or not liking the movie. It's one, just refusing to go. It's a movie. Go with your friends because it's an experience with your friends. I remember the ranting I did after those movies more than the movie itself. They're funny now because I was kind of an idiot. Um, you know, I could blame PTSD. That probably had a lot to do with it. Um, but in retrospect, it's pretty funny how pissed I was. Um and it's like moments with your friends. And those are the moments where, you know, you have a reaction to something. Do the people around you understand? And that's more the thing about the Barbie litmus test. If something is really important to someone and you don't get it, not being an asshole is the goal. I have people... I think they're most amazing people in the world. They love the movie Sucker Punch. And that's okay. <laughs> like, that's cool. They see something different in it than I do. It's a fucking movie. It's a movie. And I think that's really more what the litmus test is about. Can you go to something that's not for you, that's not your thing, and not be a dick bag about it. Because you've got to remember, the image of a dick bag is such a, is it the dick bag? Like, does that refer to the scrotum? Or is it a bag of dicks? And that's a weird image as well. Um, pardon that aside. That's just the way my brain works. Uh, but, you know, um, I learned the term slap nuts the other day 
And I keep trying to find a way to work that in, but I don't quite understand how to properly use that in a sentence, but I love the word. Um, but when you think about it, we are coming out of a glut of superhero movies. And women have been told for over a decade now, shit, when did Iron Man come out? Shit, when did that first Spider-Man movie come out? We have been told for a long time that our opinions, quite frankly, don't matter. And if you don't like superhero movies, there's something wrong with you. And some people just don't like movies that are the big special effects things about, you know, guys punching things when maybe they really need a hug. Um, if it's if that's not somebody's thing, that's cool. There just hasn't been a lot for them to watch. And I say this as somebody, you, I enjoy my superheroes, okay? I enjoy my nerd shit. And I admit part of the problem, part of the reason I delayed seeing the Dungeons and Dragons movie is because if I didn't like it, I knew nobody would really give me the time of day. It's about why there'd just be all this hostility. It's better if I don't see it. There are some properties, it's just people are obsessive about it. And if I don't see it, I don't have I don't have an opinion about it. If I do see it, then I relate to that feeling that I have to just shut up and not speak my mind because it's gonna get me dogpiled. And that concern is really real. It's all a question of how you handle not liking something or not really getting something for instance the flash i went to see the flash the ezra miller flash with people who were really 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 excited about the flash movie and they didn't care about ezra miller's private life it was a flash movie we were finally getting a flash movie super stoked with the flash well they didn't really use any of the flash's rogues gallery it was a 45 minutes of sort of an interesting Batman movie that was kind of a do-over from I don't remember what fucking Superman movie was the one, the, the most current one with what's-his-name is Zod. I love that actor. Michael Shannon? Is that his name? I don't know. But, you know, they, it, it was so back to the well and just so, like, yeah, Michael Keaton's a great Batman and I think the Supergirl in that movie got robbed because she was actually pretty good. But, you know, the movie overall, yeah, it deserved to tank. Black Adam deserved to tank. Uh, but it's now I just don't feel like it's worth getting really worked up because I don't want to freak out my friends. And that's maturity. You know, it's all a question of, I mean, there's a lot of movies that are super popular that I just, you know, don't connect to. I seem to be in the consensus opinion that Secret Invasion was not that great. But, you know, I really like Falcon and Winter Soldier and people dump on that one all the time. Um, and it's a question of, you know, 
if you don't want to see the Barbie movie saying, look, it wasn't made for me. I have no point of reference. I have no relationship with that doll. If a girl you like really wants to see it, part of partnership is sometimes doing things you don't like to make the other person happy. It just is. And that's really part of it. And listening to why they like it. And there's going to be a a big reckoning when, uh, you know, the whole Warhammer thing hits. Because I get why a lot of women don't get Warhammer. Um, but, you know, so we'll see. But... The going and going for the other person and being cool about listening to why it was so important to them, why they had such a strong, positive reaction to it. That's really what matters. It's not about liking the movie yourself. In fact, you will probably score more points if you went and it wasn't your favorite thing. And you were cool about it. And part of this is because women are trained to do that for other people. And I personally think women do it too much because it's not actually wanting to do something nice. It's people-pleasing behavior, which is a form of Expecting to score points or getting some sort of control over a person or or making it so a person won't, you know, leave them or abandon them. And that's not healthy. And after a while, that builds up into a lot of resentment because it feels very one-sided. And I've been hearing from a lot of guys lately who are saying, like, I'm always the one that's giving and giving and giving. I'm the one, you know, um maintaining the relationship I'm the one that's reaching out saying hey how you doing nobody does it to me and they say that to me after I reached out and said hey how you doing um but that's okay nobody tends to be an exaggeration not nobody just not as many people as they would like it doesn't feel balanced that's the message there It feels like everybody, it feels like nobody because they're upset. And that's valid. And the only part of that equation that you can control is yours. And so if you notice you're going to a bunch of chick flicks. and Because keep in mind, chick flicks are the things that get dumped on a lot. I talk a lot about content for girls being seen as garbage and, you know, content for men see, being seen as, well, sometimes predatory garbage, but still taken more seriously. Um, so the fact that Barbie is being lauded as a cultural phenomenon, as something that's smart, that isn't just junk, I find it very interesting that the things that have sort of brought, you know, brought up women's media as valid are not um the the introducing more women and people of color into superhero films it's barbie 
and Taylor Swift concerts and the whole BTS phenomenon. Like those got people into concert halls and into movies and in a big way. And so the minute there's money, advertisers start going, huh, maybe this is a good thing. So I find it really interesting and, and not at all surprising that they had to actually get some girls' properties into the equation, not, you know, as I said on Twitter, things like comic books, where the comic book industry has failed to move beyond women being perpetual guests. And that is entirely the fault of the industry and not the fans. Same for the whole superhero genre. When they try to make female-led movies, except for the first Wonder Woman, they're not good. And that's, I think, the reason people are being so passionate about Barbie. Is it said something. It was risky. It was smart. And it was very, very pink. And so people are going, fuck it. If you aren't attempting to understand this, you're not attempting to understand me. And yes, that's what gamers have been saying about video games for ages and the powers that be don't listen. Two wrongs don't make a right. You have the opportunity now to behave better than you were treated. And again, it's a mark of strength, of maturity, of groundedness, of confidence, and of honor to avoid doing to other people those things you hate being done to you. Not going, well, I had to put up with it, so tough, that's life. That, I had to put up with it, it hurts. Valid. I'm going to do it to other people when I found it shitty because it made me tougher. That's self-abuse leaking out onto other people. And it is. And this is a really hard thing. This is a really hard thing I had to learn. And it's especially hard because that was the way I dealt with not being a proper girl. Um, I got used to having everything I liked mocked somehow. Uh... And I didn't like it, you know? And the funny thing is the thing I noticed is the stuff, I noticed the stuff I was going along with to fit in, you know, the boy band phenomenon when I was a kid was New Kids on the Block. And I actually found the whole screaming at concerts or the freaking out and the melting down. I found it kind of scary. I remember being very overwhelmed at, a New Kids in the Block concert and feeling kind of sick and I came out and my ears were ringing and it was scary and but I mean there was a lot going on in that arena but I remember people going oh that's just crap you know oh it's crap and these are guys like the Metallica, the Led Zeppelin and all that stuff. And, you know, the stuff that a decade earlier people were calling devil music. But devil music and just useless crap, 
different insults, right? One is evil and scary. The other is just worthless. And I remember that because I was pretending to like that stuff more than I did to fit in. But then, so I got bothered by the fact that I don't even like this stuff that much, but in order to have a social group, I have to try to find something to like about it. Um, you know, the, the, the first chance I got, I jumped to grunge, hip hop and dance hall reggae. Yay, grade 10. Um, but it, it was being aware of this stuff that was popular with girls being dismissed as crap and adults having a very different reaction to the stuff that I liked that was more boy stuff. Like it was weird that I liked it. Not that the thing itself was junk. And that stayed with me. And I'm sure that women who sincerely love Barbie, pink, all that stuff, the super feminine deal, uh, notice that it's treated like crap. And now that people can't treat it like crap anymore, it's no, love me, love my Barbie. And trying to find pink to wear to see Barbie was a challenge for me. I had one shirt uh, that is <laughs> I only own because it's a mosquito proof shirt and the only color it came in was uh, was pink in my size. And so what's really going on is with this litmus test is people trying to see if you will accept and appreciate the stuff they like. You don't have to love it yourself. And it's more, it, it's better to say, I didn't get this, explain it to me. Or what? in your life are you connecting to this movie? That's better to say than it was garbage, it was crap. That's, that's the actual test, not liking Barbie. And that's true for any likes and any dislikes. And it should go both ways, you know, a woman should be able to not share your love of Warhammer, but appreciate your love of Warhammer and talk to you about why you love Warhammer, right? And Warhammer is just the one. It's it's such a guy thing. Um, and that doesn't mean there aren't women who don't like who aren't super into Warhammer, but it's such a guy thing. And that's good. I find a lot of the things Warhammer does in terms of exploring negative emotions in a militarized setting absolutely fascinating and I think sort of healthy in the big picture but that's a video for another time uh but that's what it's really about somebody who you can be a partner with long term you're not gonna like all the same things you don't have to and you shouldn't you're your own people it's you go to the stuff he or she likes sometimes they go to the stuff you like and they don't sometimes. That's compromise. That's togetherness. That's bonding. And if you reject that, 
you're not a good companion. Period. End of story. Doesn't matter what gender you are. So when you see these litmus tests going forward, keep in mind, it's not about the specific thing. You don't have to like it. It's all about being a cool grown-up. About somebody liking something you don't. Or somebody not liking something that you do. That's what it's about. And it doesn't matter what anybody else does. You can only control you. Help support this channel. Become a monthly patron. Patreon.com slash Leanna K. Or buy one time Leanna Care session. For some accused but can't afford it. Coffee.com slash Leanna K. Or GoFundMe. Description box. Chip in some bucks so we can talk about this stuff in our in our men's networks and elaborate and do sort of one-on-one or, or small group stuff. Thanks for watching. Manly Mondays.